Hello? Hello, John. Hey, what's up, brother? Dude, what's going on, man? You're live right now on the Zach Moonshine Show. How you doing? I'm doing really good, thank you. <laughs> How's everybody out there tonight? Hope y'all are doing the, as well as I am. We, we are doing fucking fabulous, my friend. Man, Killer. we just got done blasting your track, Nightmare, dude, and I fucking love it, man. It's so fucking badass, dude. Um, thank you. Yeah, man. Everything, man. All your songs are so fucking catchy, dude. They get stuck in your head. I love it, man. Uh, man, we try to we try to make something everybody can relate to. Yeah, for so, sure, man. I, I love it when people tell me they have a there's a riff that just sticks in their head. <laughs> that, we're doing the right thing. It does, man. So so tell us what's going on in the world of state of mind. Well. We are in the studio at the moment, getting on our second CD, which is going to be entitled Shattered. Uh, we're working on the title track, and as soon as that's available, I'll be shooting it out to a few people. Uh, we've got everything laid but the vocals right now, and the guitar, he plays off of my vocals, so we're going to do the vocals first and let let him uh, layer his leads on top of that. It sounds more authentic, because that's how it usually is when you write anyway, or play out. He's playing behind my vocals usually, which is really sweet. Hell yeah! Uh, you're, yeah, you're, we guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Your uh, audio is clipping out, man. I, I don't know. It's like for one for a sec, a few seconds, I can hear you, and then all of a sudden, it sounds like you're going away. Okay, let me uh, get something off of here. Fucking technology, man. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't know if it's because I got my computer running at the same time. Let me, uh, I can hear you good now. Okay, cool. We'll leave it alone. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, uh, so, yeah, man, tell us, uh, like, uh, as far as, so you guys are working on the new record right now, right? Yes. Yes, we are. We're in a uh, studio. They call it Area 51, undisclosed location. He did our first CD that we did this uh, in 2019 and released it in 2020. He also did our very first cassette we did in 1994. He uh, has come a long way since then, and uh, he was just chomping at the bit to get on this one. He was hitting us up. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? We had started it before, and we had a little bit of an issue with how the uh, producer was turning the music into he was adding a lot of stuff to it it wasn't what we wanted so we decided just to start all over again and he finally got his studio put back together so we're just pumped to be in there hell yeah so uh tell us where are you guys from and uh how long have you guys been jamming we're from texas belmont texas uh me and robbie grossheim the really original members of state of mind we've been playing music for about 25 30 years together writing music a uh, funny story is the drummer and the guitar player and our bass player that passed away in 2020 before our cd release they were all part of another band with robbie grossheim called sadie lane so now we're all together and we're just a new improved state of mind 2.0 <laughs> whatever you want to call it but uh they're very talented individuals and uh uh, 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 I got off track on that one. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> you were talking about yeah, that. yeah. I got sidetracked. <laughs> I started thinking about another something I wanted to say. Uh, but we got together and we uh, brought some of the old music back from our first cassette and revamped it, made it a little bit better. Uh, the writing on the la on the next one coming out, we hope is a little better than the first one. We uh also have a couple of older songs that we're bringing in and redid them 
uh, it's going to be a six song EP it should be out I'm going to give us a, a song a month just because of the scheduling in the studio we all have full time jobs and we jump in there whenever we can as does the producer so we get in there and we knock it out as quick as we can and he'll mix it and we'll have it out pretty quick just seems like you get in there Hell yeah, man. Totally understandable, yeah. dude. Fucking, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Bill's gotta be paid. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Oh, right now, I mean, I, we're sitting pretty good. Misanthropic Records and Eric Leviathan, they have given me such good advice, and I've taken as much of it as I can. It gets to be a little bit overwhelming with everything involved in doing all this. I don't know if people realize that. It really takes commitment and drive and some perseverance, and you got to have a love for it. Mm. You don't expect to be there overnight. It, it's not like that. If it was, we'd all be rock stars, you know? So, And then there's you. I mean, you've been promoting the hell out of us, and we really appreciate that. That's great. Uh, along with some other things, uh, I can't ask for any more right now. It's uh, been just a roller coaster ride, and it's been a fun one at that. We got some yeah. shows coming up. 28th, if we're doing the Hemp Fest in Houston, there's 20 plus bands, uh, vendors, street tacos. I mean, don't get no better than hemp and street tacos. So. Yeah, dude, that, that's that's all you got to say right there, man. Is street tacos, man. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. I saw a picture of a baked potato. They're gonna be selling this a loaded baked potato with pulled pork and pulled uh, pulled beef with a rib, a barbecue rib on top of it. Fuck, street tacos yeah. and weed, man. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'm gonna claim Delta Eight every time. Uh, yes, cop. It's, it's Delta 8. Got it from the dispensary. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dispensaries have been really uh, cool about promoting the show as well. I have a lot of flyers and stuff out there. That's really cool, man. Yeah, that is thank really you. Yeah, see, see, I mean, fucking, it's a great thing to have dispensaries and have all that shit. I mean, like, they fucking help the fucking community, man. You see? They do. I mean, it's... They do. I think everybody needs to sit down and get high. You get the munchies, everybody would be friends. I mean, that's what... To me, that's what music's all about, is bringing people together. For real, man. Having a good time, you know. Used to be cartoons back in the 40s, while Disney made the cartoons to get people's mind <laughs> off of the depression <laughs> and stuff like that. Now it's metal. Hell you yeah. know, it gets your mind off of it. Sometimes it's a little angry, and it helps you to hear some angry music when you're angry. Mm -hmm. You know, misery loves company, but humans don't like miserable people. So, you know, you go to music. Music doesn't judge you, and it's always there. It, you know, it never goes away unless you're deaf and then you know you can still feel the vibrations from it so it really never goes away oh yeah so uh, I gotta ask you how did you get hooked up with uh, Eric and Misanthropic Records a long story we had a mutual friend that ended up with Eric and uh, uh, after a few little things uh, I decided to stay with Eric as an intern and I worked for the label for a while as an intern for promoting other bands before I actually signed with the label. Uh, I learned a lot from Eric and everybody else uh, that's affiliated with Misanthropic. Uh, then when I signed with the band, it really took off. You know, I started getting interviews and reviews, and like I said earlier, it's really, it gets hard to keep up with. It's a lot. It takes a lot of dedication. You have to love it. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't happen overnight either. A lot of people, you know, and I've seen this. I've, I've watched it happen. People get, you know, with somebody and they really try, 
but they think things are supposed to happen really fast and when they don't it, they don't take it as oh well that's life that's how it goes they you know want to point a finger at somebody which just ain't cool you don't you know it's it's just the way that's the nature of the beast anything worthwhile having is a worthwhile working for and it's not going to happen quick yeah yeah for sure man yeah, yeah promotion is kind of the same way too i mean like sometimes uh you you promote a band and and you get a bunch of stuff right off the bat but then other times it's a it's a stretched out thing like you know like i'll tell you man sometimes i get reviews sent in from bands that i sent out mailers for last year man i'm still getting them in you know like now it's like fuck you know i send it to them i send it to the bands and they're like holy shit (laughs) i'm like yeah dude (laughs) Mm -hmm. it takes time sometimes yeah yeah it does i mean especially you know with a lot of these people um a lot of them aren't even getting paid you know a lot of them are just fucking metalheads that are sitting around with these little blog sites and stuff that are just writing the stuff on their own on their own merit you know just yeah. just out of the passion for it so you know but i mean they mm-hmm. i can't imagine yeah. what kind of list they have you know like from, from me emailing them every day and then everybody else emailing them you know there's fucking millions of mm-hmm. it's fucking oh i can imagine i mean i spend at least three hours on my phone every night when i get home from work just looking at stuff you know and responding to people trying to be professional i mean somebody sends you an email you need to send something back to them whether you agree or disagree or yeah. you do not want yeah it just shows professionalism that you've paid attention and you know you've recognized and you want them to recognize you as well absolutely man absolutely so uh so tell us uh, uh, as far as the band name how did you guys come up with that man is there a story behind it mm, just that's what i thought music was was a state of mind because everybody has a story to tell and they say it in music uh and it just depends on what your state of mind is as to what you're going to write uh, so state of mind seemed to fit really really well <coughs> And it's stuck stuck for a while. It's still stuck to this day. There's just a, we're working out name issues as we speak. But anyway, <laughs> it, it, it is subject to change at any time. Depending, I mean, if we sign a big contract and somebody wants to get us for you know a name, because there's a few bands called State of Mind, but we're stateofmindtx.com. You can actually we put a TX on it to distinguish ourselves from other state of minds that are out there and they are out there (laughs) (laughs) right on man as far as the uh the songs like the lyrics and stuff man well what what kind of stuff are you guys talking about in your songs how how would you describe it i describe it as things people put away they either hurt or it's just something they don't want to deal with and like i said earlier music makes everything easier to deal with so if i take like nightmare for instance that's a song about addiction i wrote that strictly for addiction uh welcome to my nightmare it's just not just a crazy dream it's not i mean it might seem like a crazy dream to you but the people around you it's a nightmare for them it's a nightmare for you uh a road that leads to nowhere it's all just basically about addiction and what it can do to you and turn your life into just crazy nightmare you know just a road that never ends until you either you know put it down or die and our original drummer unfortunately he 
went that way and so did our bass player when we reformed he went that way and it was you know uh, we all can you know considered to be accidental but still it's uh never good you know talk to somebody man if you have an addiction and you're at the end of your rope you know reach out there's somebody out there that's going to listen i promise you sorry for your loss man uh Thank you. Do, do you guys have any um, like tribute songs to those guys, or? Mm, I wrote "Rest in Peace." It's a kind of a a heartfelt ballad. That's what we. Uh, I wrote that after. Well, actually, it was before Brett had passed away. I had wrote it for uh, a friend of mine, actually, our producer's wife, that had passed away not too long before he recorded our first uh, EP. Uh, I wrote that for her. Uh, and anybody else I mean it, it could be for anybody uh, that was my inspiration for that but I write my music for everybody not just for me uh, we have a song called No Love that's it's about suicide because after you do that you have no love you know so my, my lyrics are kind of dark but I think I touch on things that people shy away from because they don't have a way to an outlet or a way to uh, kind of deal with it and I always, like I said, I find music always helps somehow or another. It, it's going to help you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, John, I got some questions for you coming in from the listeners in the chat room. Oh, yeah. I like those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lady Red wants to know boxers, briefs, or nothing? Uh, well, I'm kind of a boxer brief dude. I work outside, so everything's got to be kind of, you know, in one spot because I'm up and down a ladder, squatting, crawling, in and out of cabinets. I'm a finished carpenter and a cabinet installer, so, uh, you know, boxer briefs for me on that. <laughs> a little more comfortable when you're sweating. The Hell. boy's off down there. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thunderous wants you to know she is in love. I get <laughs> Cool. <laughs> she wants to cool. know. Who's who's singing the lyrics? Me. That's you. That's me. I'm the vocalist for State of Mind. I write all the lyrics, and Robbie Grossheim writes all the music. Okay, the band is uh, Robert Arena plays drums, John Cook is our guitar player, and Robert Colbreth, Rhino, is our bass player. He's also the one responsible for the CD cover of the Army veteran and the guy on the bed holding his head. He uh, wanted the words to war dance, and I sent him the words to war dance, and he drew that picture. That was before he was in the band. He just wanted the words. He liked the song. He's a Marine, so and that's what he drew. I own the picture. It's in my, my home studio. That's badass, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that song, oh, I love too. It. Fucking war dance is badass, man. I wrote that during Desert Storm. Hell, yeah. All right, another question for you. Vicky wants to know, blood baths or showers? I'd rather shower in blood. Shower in blood. Hell yeah. yeah, shower in blood. It just sounds more fun than soaking in it. <laughs> Might stain your fingernails and stuff. I mean, you know, I don't know. Never did it. I'm just a shower type of guy anyway, so I have to say a blood shower. Sounds a whole lot. You know, a blood bubble bath sounds kind of cool too, but, you know. Oh yeah. Another question for you, uh, Eric Leviathan wants to know: When you skin someone alive, do you pull the skin back slowly, 
or do you just rip it off like a band-aid okay there, there's a kit there's a there's a kit for this you gotta have knee, uh, can, uh vice grips for one different sizes in width and a spray bottle of salt water or alcohol and you just grab wherever you want to grab and you pull it like you're pulling a rip cord on a parachute <laughs> real quick and then spray it <laughs> and they'll give you the passwords to their bank account after a little bit <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking vice grips man fucking you just, that's it you took me back to work man like that oh shit i didn't mean to do that uh, it's all good man it just made me think man like fuck man i do so much shit with vice grips at work man like <laughs> they shatter teeth real well too <laughs> i bet i bet yep. i'm prepared to take prisoners and get information so no yeah dude fully trained <laughs> so uh so uh another question man if you guys could if you could play for anybody alive or dead who who would it be like to tour with mm, that's a good question we have such influences and they are varied really really varied personally It'd be a toss-up between, for me, King Diamond and Iron Maiden. Uh, Dio would have been, like, the most excellent. I'm a Dio freak. Love Dio since the early days with Elf and Rainbow. and He's just a... Dio is good. That would be a hell of a fucking lineup, dude. Dio, Wouldn't Iron it? Maiden, King Diamond. Oh, yeah, and State of Mind. And State of Mind. <laughs> hell, Yeah. Holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a show. Did you ever get to see Dio? No, I never got to see Dio. Oh, man. I've got to see King Diamond, and I've got to see... Uh, I haven't got to see Iron Maiden either. I've watched plenty of their concerts on TV. I used to sing with Bruce Dickinson in my room. I'd turn it up as loud as it would go on the stereo and then try to sing with him. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I've, mm -hmm. I've seen Dio and I've seen Iron Maiden live. I've never seen King Diamond live, though. I've always wanted to, man. He's pretty cool. That was my first metal experience was actually Merciful Fate. And I fell in love with Merciful Fate. Oh, my God. No Presents for Christmas. Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> and Halloween. It's Halloween. That's where I get my voices from, I think. I talk with all kind of weird voices or sing with all kind of weird voices. And uh, you can't do it yourself. I don't like all that digital stuff, man. It takes all the heart and soul out of the music when you digitize everything. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I, if I make a mistake, that's cool. That just means I have heart. That's real. Yeah, sometimes the mistakes are what gives the song character, too. You know, like, mm -hmm. if, if it's too perfect, it's just... Like you Too said, perfect. man, it, it, yeah, it just sounds fucking sterile. like a robot or something, you know? It sounds sterile. Yeah, yeah. I like those. I had one person tell me we need to have running water in the background of our music when we play on one of our recordings. Just have water running. I never figured out why she said that. Never tried it, but it sounds kind of cool. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think that's why I listen. I still listen to so much of the older music that I grew up listening to because, you know, I think back in those days, a lot of the bands were just recording live in the studio, and sometimes things would happen and they would just leave it in there because it was, you know, it, like I said, it gave the song a different character, you know, or they just didn't have the money to fucking keep recording over and over and over, so they just left it, but it was cool. 
And mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, you know, it's, I mean, you know, nowadays you can pretty much do anything with a fucking computer and it just, you know, you can sit there and redo everything a million times till it's fucking. Oh, yeah. That's what my producer told me. If, you're, if your throat don't feel good, you can come in and sing one word a day. Just one word and, you know, it'll work. Or you can talk everything in a monotone with the beat of the music and I'll manipulate it up and down and put it where it goes. <laughs> I'm like, dude, really? Why would I even come in and sing? I mean, I could just do that shit over the phone. No, I'm coming in to sing. So he got he got me set up in a big room because I move around a lot when I sing. Uh, and it, it helps to move. So he's got me a nice little spot. I'm going to get to sing in. I'm just I'm waiting to get in there. It's my turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, some more questions. Uh, Lady Red wants to know, do you have any crazy road stories? Crazy road stories. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we were at Acadia playing, and we were the, we were the opening band. There was a storm coming, too, a bad storm. So we played. We got up there. We played our set. Killer gig. It was awesome. Just awesome, awesome gig. One of the most awesome we've had there. Uh, so we get off the second band. gets up to start playing. They play one song, and all the lights go out. So they keep on playing drums and stuff out there. We're all up at the stage singing whatever they're playing, just having a good time. We take off and leave from the bar. I miss the exit going back to Beaumont. And we end up, you know, like going towards Katie and stuff, way out of the way. Uh, we had to turn all the way around. Well, at the time we turned around, it started pouring down rain. You couldn't see the lane markers in the road. The light shining on the street just made everything look white. You can not see nothing. So I'm probably driving about 30 miles an hour trying to get wherever and i had a buzz until the rain started and then there was no more buzz just like okay i can't see anything <laughs> we drove all the way back to the bar turned around and went back and it was just one little exit where i didn't think i needed to go under the underpass but it took four hours to get home on a like an hour and 45 minute drive damn yeah i mean that's not as crazy as they were probably hoping for but we're old. I mean, we're older guys. So, you know, hey, genre-wise, we call ourselves near-death metal because we're older. <laughs> near-death metal. That is it. Near-death metal. Oh, yeah. Um, another question. How many instruments can you play? Hmm. I play bass, guitar. I played piano for a while. I played trumpet. I played violin for a little while. Got into Mozart. I love Mozart and Paganini and Vivaldi. They're just the most awesome composers, man. <laughs> you want some relaxation and, and mind space for your mind to clear out? Listen to Mozart. It all does wonders for you. Uh, drums. I, used to, I was a drum tech for a while when I lived in Houston in my younger days, so I learned how to play drums and sound check drums and stuff like that. Uh, my sister played clarinet, so I learned clarinet. My brother played a trombone. I learned to play the trombone. Uh other than that, I want a Chapman stick. I'd really like to try one of those out. They look very, very cool. And they sound really, really cool as well. Hell yeah. And a tambourine. I play a tambourine. <laughs> Fuck. Had to throw that in there. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, Vicky also wants to know, do you ever get lyric blocked or does the song ideas just flow right out? Oh no, I have lyric blocked. And the songs just flow right out. Uh, Nightmare was a one-night song. He played the riff. I had the words. It, we had a song in a night. Uh, 
also shattered the one that we're putting out. I, I went through like a writing a rap phase, and I just was angry at my first wife because she was just a hoe. So I'm just writing down, and it's really a rap flow. But he played some music, and it just fit. So now it's sang. <laughs> it's not a rap flow anymore. But I played guitar for so long. I, I played guitar for like 25 or 30 years, about 25 years solid. Uh, and I was the lead vocalist and the lead singer for State of Mind when we first started. So when I write music, I got used to writing a melody on my guitar, and I put words to it as they came to me. So my writing process is the same. I can't just throw words into something. Sometimes it comes out. Uh, sometimes I have to really work on it. I have to, you know, basically outline a story and then fill it in with ideas. That's one way I learned how to write when I have a block is you have an idea and you put it down on paper and you make it segments of a story and then you fill in between them and make a, a story out of it. So other than that, it's just feelings. I have to pull something from inside of me to write. It's got to have feeling. It's, it's got to move. <clears throat> it can't just be two-dimensional words on a piece of paper it's, it has to have heart and soul and it's got to touch you and you know somewhere dark because everybody turns away from the dark they don't face their dark and it's always going to haunt you until you face it then it's just gray if you can turn your dark gray you're doing good that's what i try to help people do take a, a hard situation and hum to it hum have a little time you know something that makes you feel better I guess that kind of answers the next question. Thunderous was going to ask, where do your lyrics come from, a dream or where? But I mean, Life. 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 Definitely life. Breath Away. Uh, the song Breath Away is you're on the edge. You know, you stare at the stars or the moon for too long. It's like you put all your energy into one thing for too long, you're going to lose your mind. And once you lost your mind, it's over. You know, and then you're just a breath away, and everything's behind you now. It's a shadow of your former self. And, you know, you're a breath, a breath away from being gone. That's the point in somebody's life when they need to pick up a phone and call somebody. You know, if you ever find yourself a breath away, you, you need to reach out. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, it, it's uh, you can definitely tell when somebody's writing from their life, like, life experiences and stuff you know it's a different feel to it um i know when i first started writing music myself uh i was just throwing stuff out random that was just that i just thought people would you know be like what the fuck but then mm -hmm. the minute when i started actually writing about my own life experiences and putting that into on the paper it, it brought a whole new feeling to it and uh I love it so much more, you know, and I think that it carries through. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, you have to write from yourself. I, I, I tell people all the time, you don't know what it's like to get up in front of a bunch of people you don't know and tell them about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, the smart ones are going to figure it out. The other ones are just jamming and having a good time. It's fine with me. But if you can figure it out, you might get something good out of it. Or you might find, you know, light in the darkness which is what music is all about hell yeah next question Leandra wants to know do you have any plans to play in Europe mainly in Portugal man we'd love to play everywhere 
we're a weekend warrior. We don't hardly pass up a show when you get to one. But we would love to get out of the United States and play. We'd love to get out of Texas and play. It, it, you take a lot of planning and make sure that all the families are taken care of, and we can do it. <laughs> and we probably wouldn't hesitate. I mean, we're all so tired of working, we'd like to get out and, you know, meet some new people, make some new fans, spread our music across wherever we're going. We'd love it. Hell yeah. Vicky also wants to know, have you ever played at a haunted venue? Mm. No, I probably would have had my equipment with me. I would have been focusing on uh, trying to catch some neatness. I do ghost hunting on the side. I'm a paranormal freak. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I got cameras and all that good stuff. That's badass, man. Yeah, my wife does that shit, man. It's cool. Every yeah. once in a while, you find something that you just can't put your finger on, and you just have to accept it as the next file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all have our X files, man. Everybody has an X file. For sure, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what's coming next for State of Mind? I know you you said you you guys are working on a new record. Do you have a release date in mind for that, or? I'm gonna say at least six months. The reason the first one took so long is because our guitar player decided he needed to ride a hoverboard and broke his wrist. So he couldn't lay any, any of his guitar tracks. And that was Robbie. And he was all pumped. Man, I got a hoverboard. This couple of things on it. I could listen to my music and ride it. I will cool. Don't hurt yourself. He called me back like an hour later. Man, I broke my wrist. Dude, cool. And he broke it getting off of it. He didn't get off of it right. And it took off and flipped him. <laughs> so he was out of commission for a while kind of like uh when james hetfield fucking jumped off skateboard yeah yeah we told him he pulled a metallica on, on that one he didn't want to record that song you have to break your wrist yeah we jacked with him for a while he had neck surgery a while back had one of these big things on his neck we was calling him pez because he had that hole right in the middle where his throat was like cock his head back and he would come out <laughs> that's what it looked like <laughs> damn all right, next question. Uh, Thunderous wants to know where, if you if you could play anywhere in the world, where would you like to play? Huh? That 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 that's a good question. Uh, damn, some killer places. I think Japan would be cool to play, or Germany. Yeah, they as fuck- far as particular place, I'm not really sure. Maybe the amphitheater in Sydney, Australia. I think it would be cool playing in the big seashell. I think that's in Australia. I could be wrong. I'm not a geography major. <laughs> 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 I can barely work my cell phone and get on the computer half the time. So, oh yeah. All right, well, John, I guess I'm about out of questions for you, man. Is there anything else you want to let the people know? No, shit, man. I'm glad everybody showed up for this. Thank you, Zachary. Uh, I see my friends online this evening. Can't remember all the names, but y'all know who you are. Eric's out there. He come and said hi. Yeah, he's he's in the chat room right now. Hell yeah. Man, I'm tell you what. Anybody that wants to do something needs to talk to Eric. It's just that simple. He's going to tell you the right thing to do. And, I mean, if if you're lazy, then he's going to get on you about being lazy. I know. So, I mean, it ain't no big thing. Just 
it's beautiful, man. You and Eric and everybody else, East Coast Radio, uh, man, so many people have been supporting the state of mind. It's, it's unreal. I can make a testimonial for a lot. I can't. I don't have any notes in front of me, so I can't rip them off real quick or anything. I'd have to think and sound like you know, I was having a glitch or something. <laughs> well, we're we're, we're, we're going to keep on doing what we do, man, because you guys are making kick-ass music, and that's what fucking matters, dude. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Hell I know yeah. I do. Uh, we're, we're really looking forward to getting this uh, shattered out to you. I want to hear it once it's mixed down. Once I get my vocals on. It's kind of a different... It, I wanted it to be kind of sassy and bluesy and hard and riffy. And it is. It's, it's got a little bit of a, a metal sass to it. It's kind of chunky. It, it's pretty cool. It's, I can't really explain it. You just have to hear it. Hell yeah, man. See if I, I, see if I portray it properly or not. I can't wait to hear it, dude. Hell yeah, thank you. All right, well, John, before I let you go, can I get you to make us a station tag? Oh, hell yeah. All right, whenever you're ready, say something like, this is State of Mind, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. What's up, guys? This is State of Mind, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us, dude. And uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to blast some more State of Mind so these motherfuckers can go crazy, all right? Cool. I'm jumping in the chat room and listening with y'all. All right, Thanks, man. everybody, for showing up, man. I appreciate it. I'm very grateful for being here. Y'all have a great freaking evening. <laughs> Cheers, dude. Anytime, man. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you, Zachary. All right. We'll talk to you later, brother. Yes, sir. There you have it, folks. John from State of Mind live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation motherfucking radio. Like I said earlier, put your speakers in your fucking windows. Put them in your front lawns. Put them in your fucking neighbor's driveway. Put them everywhere, man. If you don't fucking see you all trucks everywhere tomorrow, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you're not cranking it up fucking loud enough, man. This is State of Mind. Crank it the fuck up.